Hello and welcome to the Trainers Tribe. My name is Kyle Wood and with me is my co-host... Dale Sidebottom. G'day, Kyle. G'day. Today, Dale, we're talking about strategy versus tactics. So strategy, which is kind of your plan, your overarching system for moving towards a goal or an outcome. Uh, You know, maybe that's where you want your business to be, where you want to be as a trainer versus uh, the tactics, which are the actual things you do, the steps you take in order to achieve that outcome. So we're going to talk about the difference between them, how there's a lot of confusion, uh, and definitely going to cover some uh, sort of pitfalls to avoid um, that, especially online with marketing, being marketed to all the time on social media platforms. There's a lot of people who are selling us, we'll dive into this more in a second, but there's a lot of people who are selling us tactics, uh, which don't really help us if we don't have an overall strategy. Mm, so. I like that. And, and and as we spoke before, it flows on really nicely from last week's uh, you know podcast where we spoke about you know professional development and courses and training. And um, again, it's really, do you have a plan and is that professional development going to help that plan or mm-hmm. is it a short-term Band-Aid that you might get a couple of new ideas? And I think a lot of the time that's essentially where people are. But when you think about, you know, 2020, it's probably a really good opportunity. Your business and your plan, I can guarantee has already changed. Like no doubt. Yeah. Change. Like, <laughs> and if anybody's listening and they have it, that is the biggest BS ever because uh-huh. 2020 is outrageous. Everyone has changed something. So what better time to probably, you know, rethink your strategy and plan of how your business might look and how are you going to go forward with that? So I think today yeah. that's a really good opportunity for people if they haven't already reset and, and instead of just being flying by the pants, you know, each day, how am I going to make it work? Now it's probably that things are maybe settled down a little bit more that it's a good chance to really plan out the next year, maybe next even month, six months, year, two years, five years. And um, yeah, yeah we, can, we can go through that today. It's probably a great opportunity for you. You know, for myself, we just start, if we start with like sort of the strategy side of things, uh, I am, I like the word strategy more than plan because like I've never liked business plans and things like that that plan ages and events because yeah things change. I mean, obviously this year the change has been huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> but um, but in general things change and as we you know walk along the path, you know along our plan along our strategy towards our goal. Uh, we we get new information, uh, sort of. You know, no, I it's that thing of no idea survives contact with the world. So we have this idea, this goal in our head of what we want to do, uh, and but when we actually yeah start taking those steps towards it, we often quickly realize, oh, this is different than what I expected, or you know this or this thing that I didn't think would work is working. So maybe I should be investing more time into that and less time into this other stuff that I thought would work. That's not, you know, all that stuff comes up. So, um, yeah, that's why I think it'd be helpful to talk about today. And, uh, yeah, that's why I like the word strategy better than plan because to me, strategy feels more like that. It feels more like, 
yeah, it feels more dynamic. So it can change, it can shift, um, but it's still moving you towards that that end goal that you have in, in mind. Mm, I like that too. I've never done a business plan. I don't plan on doing one, but no. I have a vision uh, and well, you've got to have a strategy about how you're going to get to that vision or you know, goals or outcomes you want to achieve. Um, and that's what I mean. There's so many different options out there, Cole, because if you need a business plan, if you need clear things and, and that is that works for you, awesome, then do that. Um, but for me, I'm a bit of a visual and I know where I want to go and I'm quite motivated. Sometimes I feel a, a plan is something that you need to be, have to sort of keep yourself accountable. Um, whereas mm. strategy is a different strategy. Some may work, some may not. Then you find a new one and, that's how I've sort of been able to keep going. And I know we were talking a little bit off air before that when we started both our businesses, one of our biggest both revenues now is your bootcraft and my fitness game zone. I never even thought of something like that would be my business plan or would be my, yeah. you know, rep. but that's how things change and with different strategies yeah. and um, you implement and you see what's working and then you keep going. And like we're just talking with this podcast, what what episodes are getting the most downloads because we want to help more people. And it's essentially like that, yeah. that um, you are always changing. Um, and it's not just for the year 2020 that you're always changing, you're seeing what's working and then you do more of that because your audience, your followers, your tribe that is essentially what they want more of. Yeah. 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 Moving, yeah. Moving towards one thing, uh, which this seems like a good time now to chat on tactics and then we'll go into maybe a bit of some more anecdotal stuff. Uh, yeah. So like tactics on the other hand, so the tactics are the things that help us get where we want to go. So, and those things are the things that can change quickly depending on what we want to do. But um, having a strategy, so like for you, which was putting words in your mouth, Dale, but <laughs> correct right. me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like, because I was with, have known you since before Fitness Game Zone was around, that you really wanted to get, you had all these incredible ideas. And actually, even going back to the apps you created, it was about getting those ideas in front of uh, PE teachers and trainers. Like that was really like your goal was I want this information i have this these ideas i have to be used by other people in the world and because that was your strategy and then you had sort of different tactics of getting that like the apps and then and then ebooks and then yeah and then it was like oh what about like a membership portal where people can actually easily search through and find you know the thing that they want uh so that was able to change based on this overall strategy, like the strategy didn't change, but the tactic, the vehicle changed. Mm. It, yeah, that's, that. well, mate, you, you can put words in my mouth when you put it. So, <laughs> and I suppose then I realized once that I had these set up that it was really good and I wanted to actually show people how to use them correctly. And I suppose that's where I transitioned out of teaching. And then I started doing workshops on those games and workouts and creations and then I would start doing live workshops with those activities so then people could see how to use them in person um so I yeah. never really thought about it like that it has been a progression um and different tactics have sort of paid off and um that's yeah the strategy I've sort of used along the whole way would you say yours is similar uh yes but I, I do want to touch on that oh sorry because I, I think your story is really interesting and because, yeah, you were working full-time as a teacher 
doing boot camps, PE stuff on the side, uh, but also essentially full time. Like it, it was a fully fledged business. It was. Uh, and then you're doing all this online stuff as well. So, um, but it seemed to me that when you made that decision to stop teaching, that you did have a, a goal, which was not just to be a presenter, but really to be like a keynote speaker, which is like just started to come into fruition. But you left teaching, it seemed to me like being very clear about that that was where you wanted to end up. Mm. Yeah. And you dove straight into, yeah, like you said, running workshops. Um, yeah. So you had like some tactics. So what, so I know you just mentioned some then, but so what was kind of like you, instead of me putting words in your mouth, what was your, when you left teaching with that goal of being a keynote speaker, did, can you just go over some of the things that you thought you needed to do in order to achieve that goal? Mm, yeah. Well, the first thing was, uh, and where the whole idea came from is um, as a teacher, you sit through a lot of professional development. And I just remember one day very vividly as the most boring thing I've ever sat through. Like my phone battery was nearly out. We we're even looking out <laughs> the window on tram tracker, seeing if trams are on time. Like it was so boring. It was not engaging. And I said to my mate, and I I was sitting next to, I can remember Cam, he won't be listening to this, but I, I said, Cam, <laughs> I could do this. I can do it better. He goes, yeah, whatever, mate. Like if anyone could do it better than this, this person was glorified reading <laughs> slides. Um, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to start putting things into place. And I'd already started, you know, presenting overseas. Um, my, my, I started doing more overseas than any in Australia. And I probably, I yeah. now I've done more in Australia, but at the start, I had a bigger name overseas and that's just huh. to do with online stuff. So um, I, I knew that my stuff was good. And so I thought, right, I'm, it's time to back myself in. So I, I essentially wanted to speak on huge stages around the world, like you said, and that, that was my goal. But to start off, you got to start small. So I reached mm -hmm. out to my contacts and um, I booked in and I'd never ran a live full day event, Kyle. I'd never even been to one. I could, I'd never <laughs> been to one. Anyway, I, I got to my contacts and I said, um, I locked in eight in eight weeks. And I still remember the first one I ever did, I came to your house for dinner that night. We, we came and had dinner. At that was house. after. Oh. That was the first one. And I still remember <laughs> that Bree got home from work and I was passed out on the couch because I was so tired. I just fell asleep for three hours because I'd never done it. I didn't know what to do. So anyway, I quit teaching. And then the next Friday for eight weeks straight, I traveled all around Victoria running workshops, live full day workshops. And, um, to be honest, the numbers in some of them, it's very hard to run a workshop. I remember one of them had five people like, it was a great day, but it's really hard when you've got such low numbers. And sometimes, you know, when you're running boot camps, it's very similar. So yeah. uh, anyway, I did that. And then I'm like, right, now I started reaching out for people internationally, people around Australia. I did an Australian tour. Um, and it just sort of snowballed from that. But also, I was very fortunate that I trained my sister up as well to be a, she really wanted to do it, but I trained her up on how to like run engaging sessions as a personal trainer. So when mm. I was away traveling, she would run my fitness business. Cause at that stage I had, well, we were running delegating. Yeah. We, and I, like I think <laughs> I was running 15 boot camps a week and I had like wow. something like 25 personal training sessions while I was still teaching full time and trying to book these other yeah. things in. So I was working pretty hard. It didn't just naturally happen. Um, yeah. But I'd thought about all avenues because I couldn't essentially 
these workshops weren't going to bring in my teaching revenue for a while. So I was relying on my boot camp business and personal training, but I couldn't just leave that. I needed someone to do that that I trusted. So everything you've got to plan it out in ahead, I suppose. And mm-hmm. um, fast forwarding three years now that my goal was to be a keynote speaker all around the world. And I was going to be, and I, I still am essentially, <laughs> but um, as yeah. I said, we, ch- we change everything. And um, I think in the last four months on being locked down, I've presented nearly 90 webinars and in the last wow. three weeks alone, I've done, I think 12 different keynotes for corporate schools, um, sports clubs, you name it. So I'm doing what I wanted to do, but it's just different. And I think, yeah. again, you pivot and you find yeah. a way to do it. So um, I know that's a, a roundabout way of talking about it, but I had things in place when I left something or that they were stepping stones. And it, and it was weird and I didn't know if they were going to work. But um, I, as I said, I'd never been to a full-day workshop. And the only way I knew which what would work is by doing it and yeah. I know people that came to that first one still enjoyed it, but I look back at it now and it was absolute crap. Like, and it's probably yeah. similar to people when they're running a first boot camp. You look back at your first session, you're like, oh, that was horrible. But people enjoyed it because they don't know any different. It's something yeah. enjoyable to them. So, um, yeah, that's it wasn't a rant, but that was a roundabout way of trying so to answer your question in a long, in yeah. a long form way. Sorry, mate. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it's your it's your story. So. I think, yeah, it's interesting. And, and I picked up some things in there that I hadn't heard before. Um, but yeah, it's been cool watching that journey uh, for you. And so what if, so if you had just gone from leaving teaching to being like, yeah, I want to keynote run workshops and you had immediately been like trying to book huge, Never you do know, it. huge things. Yeah. Never do it. And um, sorry to cut Which you off. Which that seems very... like, yeah, there no, you go. Sorry. Well, it's, yeah. it's very similar to starting a, a side hustle or something like that, that you should never, ever quit your job until that income replaces or you've got a plan for that to replace because you become desperate. And yeah. I was able to do these workshops. And if I wasn't making much money for the day, it didn't matter because yeah. I wasn't relying on it. Um, and that's, um, one of the things I do see is when there's other teachers and they're probably better teachers or better trainers than what I am, but they're, they put, they invest all the energy in one thing. And if that doesn't work, they become desperate and people can see desperation. You know, better than anyone. Um, you can see when people are, and we know people in our industry that have got online memberships when they've just got that and it's not going well, they get desperate online and they do these yeah. silly sales. And um, that's something I never wanted to do. I never wanted to be pestering people. I wanted people to come to me or approach me to run yeah. workshops because they really enjoyed it, that I wasn't selling. And that's, for me, that's been a really big thing that now, and it, it does take time. Like it t- it t- yeah. I think it, it took two and a half years before I fully had a lot of inquiries on people booking me in. So it wasn't that I was always selling, but I was using my contacts to say, hey, would you host a workshop? And then, it, you know, it, it would pay off. So um, it, it didn't just happen. Like, and that's, I think a lot of people see now and say, oh, you're doing really well. Yeah, look, I think you make your own luck. And it's like with a boot camp, starting with zero clients and building it to 20, to 30, to 40, to 50, to 100. 
you know, it might look good now when it's going really well, but that's people don't see all the hard work you've put in, the dedication, the yeah. hours behind the scene. Um, and, and they never will because they don't want to. And and that's fine. You don't yeah. you don't do it for that recognition. But um I tell you what, when those emails start coming in saying, Hey, we've got this day, um, can you just come and do whatever you do? Not even they don't <laughs> even say what do you do? They just say we just want you. You just feel yeah. like, well, you know, what I have been doing is working. And that yeah. and that for me, even though as we talk about, you know, this year's been affected by everyone and I've lost out a lot, I'm still very proud that I'm getting those emails because what I've yeah. been able to achieve over the last three years means that people are enjoying it. So yeah. Hmm, that yeah. I can't even remember what your question was again. Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, no, that was good. Oh, there we go. It was good. So, yeah, I'm trying to, like, tie that back to uh, the the topic there. And, yeah, so it sounds like for you, the different tactics you chose were able to help you with your strategy. Uh, but, yeah, if your tactic had been to try and – that's what we are talking about. Yeah, so your tactic had been to try and, like, book those big gigs straight away or to just sit back and put a few posts on social media and expect people <laughs> to start – like, yeah, like, I mean, we've, talk, we've talked a bit about social media before. I mean, you've got a presence there, but you don't spend hours and hours investing in that to oh, try. No. Like, you've gone out there, interact with people, given people a taste of what you offer. And that's been because you're so dynamic and you're so engaging and you create such a fun, inclu- like, inclusive experience for everyone. That's really, that's like for you, the best way you can sell is to like, give people a taste of what mm. of what they're going to get. And we just talked about that before. You're talking about running free webinars and stuff like that. But then out of the back of that, you get inquiries and things like that because people were like, oh, this is what you do. Yeah. So that's an aspect I hadn't really thought about at the start. But for the people listening to this, using that's why just picking a tactic. We talk about tactics, obviously, on this podcast. You know, we talk about ones around community and stuff like that. Uh, but working out which ones to pick, don't just blindly follow a tactic we share or that you follow, read off, you know, someone else's like, how, how does that fit with your personality? Uh, and how, you know, is, is that actually going to be one that's going to work for you? And the Mm -hmm. way you know that is by having a strategy, which is like, which is usually, which is usually linked to a goal. Uh, so I mean, we could, if people wanted to, we could do an episode on how to pick goals and things like that. Or and <clears throat> I know we could talk about uh, the, how to go after, I guess, especially like scary goals as we've both done that as well. Mm. Um, I think, I think with that as well is that like social media and everything's great, but people still don't know you like they don't, that's the importance of human connection. And one thing people are missing at the moment, Kyle is that face to face, and I even know when I was doing my boot camp, and I wanted to go right. I think there's a big market for corporate clients. You can't just email them. You say, "Look, this is what I can offer you," and then I would go and say, "I'll do one free session. If you don't like it, no mm-hmm. dramas." And people are like, "Oh, it's mm-hmm. free. We'll get it. No worries." Mm-hmm. And then you just impress them. But even as many emails you send or phone calls, or whatever, they're never going to feel it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's. And particularly when I was starting out, I did a number of free gigs with the 
sort of the, the malice being that, you know, if I do this and you like it, then there's a mutual agreement that there'll be more of it um, yeah. and that you'll pay in the future. So you've got to do the hard yards. It doesn't just happen. And you've mm. got to progress as you go on, you know, like mm -hmm. I started doing PE workshops and we started doing fitness workshops. Then I started doing teacher workshops and I started doing full school workshops. Then someone said, you do student ones. I said, I can do whatever you want. You do student <laughs> ones. And after a while, you can really tailor whatever you do for all of them and you just sell it in a different way. But um, like you just said, you've got to start somewhere and don't waste a heap of time on social media. I think that is... Yeah, yes, you've got to have a presence and it's important to have good quality content on there, like we all know, but that's not how you're essentially just going to get all your clients. It's not a, yeah. it's not how you're going to build a business by having an yeah. unreal Instagram or Facebook account. It's yeah, like, do yeah. you know what I mean? That, that's, those days are over because it, it's saturated. Every man and their dog and their woman and their cat and everyone has got a social yeah. media account. So why are you any different than anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're just trying to emulate someone else, what you see other people doing as well, rather than take a step back, especially with social media and think, how can I, you know, come up with a tactic for yourself that works towards your strategy of like, how can I use this platform in a way that makes sense for me? Because um, if you use it in a way that's different to everyone else, then you will stand out because um, you're not just, and especially thinking, don't use the platform the app the way the app manufacturers want you to use it because that's going to be the sort of that's going to be the one that just sort of goes into the rest of the noise um if you can work out ways to use the app or the platform in ways that are different to even how the app's designed to be used which may sound crazy uh then that's a good way to drive engagement um and there's a few people i see doing that uh like the little and i've done some if actually people want to go to to my instagram account and you can see the little like uh stories i've created not actual instagram stories but instagram posts is that what they call them yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the video where, where where it's like you know and they're not videos so so mm. i'll talk about videos as well but these are these are graphic ones you know you can upload multiple photos uh well the photos they're just in text uh, and it tells you a story so you can swipe across and read and oh, it's like a mini it's that. like a mini blog post or something yeah. like that uh, and I have found those engage really well and that's using it different uh, there's only a few other people I see out there who really sort of regularly use that so that's using that differently to how other people and it's gonna show it's gonna stand out mm. oh that's that's good and I've done similar when we we're doing our retreats for FHL retreats in Bali that yeah. we had these really good promo videos but we just didn't want to always post videos so you can post two photos and then the third one be a video so people flick flick uh, and then like yeah. oh wow so you again that's a really good way like you just said on your instagram feed or facebook or even if you've got something you want to get across to people and then you've got a marketing video play that at the end of every one because somebody different each time might get to the end and go oh i'll watch that video um mm -hmm. there's all sneaky little ways of doing that and yeah, yeah. i agree with that it's a really good way to sort of get more out of just a comment section because if people yeah. see a lot of writing, they're like, I'm not reading that. It's not a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if, if, and then if you're someone who doesn't really like social media and stuff like that, stop stop using it. Like yeah, find other it. tactics. Uh, if you're a person, uh, if you're running your sessions online at the moment or even face-to-face, -face, 
I think one of the main thing you need to do is focus on your strategy is to get more people to your sessions. That's your goal, have more people at your sessions. So any tactics towards that should be getting people to try one of your sessions. So working out a way, um, whether that's you offer a free session that's open to everyone once a week, one of your sessions, drum it up, promote it, try and get as many people as you can to come try it out. Uh, or whether, yeah, it's just having free trials and things like that. Uh, once people start coming and experiencing what you have to offer, that does the selling for, for you. Mm. Yeah. And then that's a good point, Carl. Like I, I used to offer for three years, Saturday mornings for free. And what yep. I'd do is I'd go around all local businesses and um, say, hey, I've got these sessions. If you want to come for a week, you can. Happy to do private ones for your – and I'd, I'd say, or oh, just come along and check it out this weekend or this session, da, da, da. And yep. 70% of the time they wouldn't. But yeah. the other 30% they would. And I got a couple of full corporate gigs out of it. I even had clients for three years would just come on Saturday for free. And then, yeah, yeah. And then once I stopped it, they didn't come. And do you know what? That's fine. You've got to be yeah. willing – that I did think they were a bit of a tight ass and I would think that to myself, <laughs> but essentially that's what I was offering. But still there was more people there. They were having fun. They enjoyed it. I didn't know what they were telling their friends. I didn't know what they were saying, you know, if they were posting photos or different things like that. So like you may not, you may not get the benefits straight away. And I think that might be something that people are realizing now with COVID that you might be putting so much goodwill into all of your clients and you may feel yeah. like you're working really, really hard. And I know we speak about this, Kyle, that the amount of work we're doing at the moment is twice as much and we don't see the result. But it's not yeah. at the immediate, you know, 2021, 2020, 2022. Do you know yeah. what? You'll get paid back for that. Um, so it's it's an investment. It's a blue chip investment, the work you do um, for helping other people. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say for a lot of people listening to this, that, is their overall goal is to like help people be healthier and hip and um, so yeah. So anything you can do towards that goal, uh, yeah, will help you. And then just just make sure you've got a way people can pay you. Like that's that's the main yeah, thing. So you make do sure need that get paid. You, make sure there is a way that people can pay because people want to pay you if you if you're helping them, um, if you're helping you know them solve a problem in their life. Uh, whether that's even just yeah, having people to hang out with on a Saturday morning, um, most people will pay for that. Mm. As a, and that is a good point that there's a fine line between offering stuff for free and yeah. undervaluing what you do. And that could be another complete episode as well yeah, because yeah. that perceived value, <laughs> um, be, very, be very careful how you go about that because if you keep giving stuff away for free, people don't appreciate it. They don't value you. Um, yeah. and it's going to do the opposite to your brand and the good will that you're doing, people won't appreciate it and I'll start just expecting it. Um, yeah. And it, it is a fine line. You'd know that better than anyone, mate. Like when you do a product or something, um, that, that perceived value is if people don't pay for something, they normally don't value it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And like you said, we could talk about that. So if you do want to hear us talk more about pricing, creating what to give away for free, what to give away for paid, like we could do, or earlier I was talking about goal setting. Um, let us know on the Facebook mm. group or we've still got the speak pipe up so you can leave us a voice message. Ooh, if exciting. you head to Uh So yeah, ask us a question about this if you have it 
just head to trainerstribe.com. It's super easy. You can do it on your phone. It takes, take you 30 seconds. And, uh, and, <laughs> and we love to hear, hear from you guys. Yeah, we would. And uh, like, likewise, like we're just saying that we could, we, we're very passionate about this because we've experienced, like we just said, with goal setting, but also with paying and, and charging people. And that's probably one of the, the biggest hurdles I've had to overcome that, um, oh, I made it, I, I can have it. And I'm, I think sometimes I'm a bit generous. Um, once you start charging and valuing what you do, you end up having a bigger impact. And mm-hmm. it's, it's so weird, isn't it? And to get my head around that, I just didn't understand it for years. I wish, yeah. I wish I had of, you know, so if that is something you want to hear more of, yeah, then leave us a message. We'd love to, you know, dive into that a bit more because we both have a lot of knowledge and expertise in that area. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dale. Right here, right now. <laughs> Trying to go a little bit away from the Fat Boy Slim sort of style and uh, ah. a bit more riffy there, Boy Kyle. Yeah. Thank you. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to get the vinyls back out. There we go. Uh, what's on for you, great man? That'd be great, actually, if you like recorded like a an awesome version. I could just insert it oh, in there. It wouldn't be awesome, though, mate. It'd be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it'd be ours. Oh, no, but no, no. We'd lose listeners. <laughs> what's happening, mate? What's right. uh, on for you? Time for right here, right now, which is... I haven't explained why this is in a while, so maybe I should explain it for new listeners coming in. Uh, This is sort of the bit like after the episode's over where Dale and I check in on what's been going on in our personal business lives over the last week. So uh, it's it's much more informal and it's a bit of fun and a chance for you guys to sort of hear what we're... Not that we're not ourselves on the podcast, but you get to hear what, what we're really like and what we're up to and what books we're enjoying and things like that. Yes. So did you, sorry, before that, did you ask me? Yeah, what, I asked you. I, yeah, I did. But if you want me to go, I can. It's up to you. I'll go. I'm quick. Uh, finishing my week off. Hands uh, my month again. Off. Hands again. Finishing my month off. You like that flourish? <laughs> sorry, mate. I'm going to edit these together into <laughs> like different hands. Uh, yeah, finishing up my month off, uh, which, you know, I've still been doing the podcast recording with you. And a little bit of like, you know, just keeping on top of emails because I didn't want a month's worth of emails oh, no way. Uh, when I came back. And yeah, it's been really, uh, really good. Gotten some, just more time with family and stuff like that. And I've been able to get some clarity, especially like during the week this week and end of last week on, yeah, for me, what is going to be my strategy in the next six months? Um, and where do I want to focus my time because really recognizing that we've only got limited time so just having this space to really get clear about what i want to spend that time on and what things uh, i have to let go of as well which is the hard that's the really the hard part uh yeah so yeah it's been really good Mm. and mate from watching you over the last three and a bit weeks you do seem in a much better place so i think that's oh thanks you do, you do. I'm not saying you were in a bad place, but like you, you can always, I don't know, as trainers, you can read people's body language and you can yeah, just yeah. tell that something had to give. And uh, I think yeah. you, you made the big call, mate, because it's not always easy to say, no. hey, I need to stop. 
Um, yeah. It, it's easier to well, keep I going, just, I feel. So that's what yeah, I was you. just adding like more and more projects onto my plate and wasn't letting go of stuff. So it's kind of good to stop everything. And then, you, yeah, you can actually get clear about like what I want to keep doing. And I think, you know, for trainers out there who are, who are, you know, coming back off running online sessions, like this is a great opportunity to do the same thing to be like, what parts of my business did I not really enjoy beforehand? How can I stop doing that or delegate that? So I can just go back to doing the bits I love, the bits that light me up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice, mate. Well, I, I think that's, yeah. I think that's good. And it's obviously worked. So yeah, yeah, you're in a good place now, which is important because at the end of the day, life is short and you've got to enjoy what you do. And mm-hmm. um, I think particularly for yourself, it's not about impressing anyone else or if you're not enjoying mm-hmm. each day, then there's only one person that can change that. And for you, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to have a break. And I think that's important. So um, similar to myself, mate, I had a pretty insane Saturday where I ran that uh, Healthy Minds Positive Vibes Summit 2.0. Went really well, but uh, I, I told you that, how big the day was and it was crazy. And mm-hmm. um, I'm still sort of... Re- Sort of recovering from that. So um, quite a day today. I've uh, already walked the dog, done this podcast. After this, I'm going to go play golf by myself. Um, then at least no one can nice. see how crap I am. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I just try, again, um, I think like yourself, I've been working really hard to try and transform things uh, to sort of keep the business going and re-sort of create uh, a new world that we're living in. And um, yeah. I think I've been able to do that now and I'm starting to get a lot more gigs booked in, which is really nice um, for online speaking. So I'm like, you know what? I don't need to just keep hustling and pushing hard every day. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm not going to really do much today, mate. And for me to take uh, a day okay. off, that's uh, I don't really <laughs> ever do that. So um, yeah, that's right here right now. That's today. So I yeah. haven't really, I'm not even looking that far ahead. Like yeah. um, I'm, I'm doing things that I really enjoy. Like I'm, I'm really working hard now on, on my other podcast, getting some high quality guests that I've really wanted on for a long time. Um, and I've awesome. been able to lock in a couple and um, that that's really exciting. Whereas previously you'll know that you're just, you're trying to keep, so you've got a couple episodes in the bank and you keep going forward mm. and it, um, sometimes it becomes more of a chore than a pleasure. And um, when you remove things that you don't want to do anymore, that, you actually really focus on things you do love. And um, that's yeah. why I've been stoked that we've been able to, you know, it's episode 16 back together. And um, I, I really enjoy that because it, this offers me a chance to have a conversation. Whereas um, when I use my other podcast, it's an interview. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a conversation, mm-hmm. but it's about their journey. Whereas this is nice because we can talk about things we've learned and uh, that we're implementing and doing ourselves. So yeah, there mm-hmm. you go, mate. That's, a longer winded answer than yours and I'm actually not doing much. So <laughs> it's good. It's good. You're taking the day. I hope uh, some other people get inspired by this um, and yeah, take that time if they need it right now. Mm. Anyway, well, thanks for the episode, mate. And guys, if you are yeah. listening and you do like the idea of, uh, you know, the, the two things we mentioned, goal setting and, uh, obviously money and perceived value and things like that, then reach out. Yeah, or anything else. But yeah. We, yeah, anything else. Anything else we can help you with, that's what we're here for. Cool. All right. Farewell, Dale. Farewell, Kyle. Sounds like we're never going to see each other again. <laughs> <laughs>